You're not alone when it comes to trying new shiny diets, each one promising to make you feel incredible until you realize it's making you feel hungry and deprived and damaging your confidence a little more than the last diet you tried. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Anti-Diet Podcast Show, a podcast on a mission to help you break free from yo-yo dieting and equip you with evidence-based advice so you can feel more confidence in yourself without ever feeling deprived. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner practitioner, an author, a keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Each episode is created to help you take one step forward in your weight loss journey without being on a diet. Each day, I will bring you a wealth of knowledge about how you can lose weight without being on a diet. And each week, I'm going to be joined by a guest or a client that's going to give us the insights and the expert advice in the world of well-being. So together, we can learn from real-life trial and triumphs. Deep Health Practitioner, keynote speaker, podcaster, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Welcome to today's live and today's podcast. Uh, I hope you're all well. And uh, today I want to talk about something which is a little sad, maybe, um, which is also a little bit difficult to talk about. Perhaps people don't talk about this. And I think my mission in life really is to bring things to surface that are hidden but I get to know them because um, because of my clients and also because of my own self and I kind of relate to most of the things my clients are feeling I guess we're all very similar aren't we there's no massive difference between us and how we're feeling Uh, obviously one of the most common things right now that's going on is the pandemic we all in it together now various things are happening as a result of that right now in my house my son who's uh, 15 who's a year 11 has been told to stay home Um, not because he has COVID but there are so many cases of COVID uh, tested positive in his school that he has been told to uh, practice uh, or revise for his GCSE marks which are next week from home so as a we got an email yesterday and we're very adaptive as, as people, aren't we? Very, very adaptive. We got an email. Uh, I got an email. Um, my son's dad got an email. And both of us, we communicate with each other. And we knew that Zane's last day in school till January the 5th is last night. And we didn't know that beforehand. You know, we, w- there was no uh, pre-framing of this. However, I'm fully aware that uh, if your friend is tested positive in school, then you, as a bubble, need to be isolated. Um, and up to now, um, neither of my kids have been isolated. So much to my younger son's um, disgust uh, that why isn't it happening to him? Because he wants to stay home. Um <laughs> funny really because the two always comparing with each other uh it's just normal isn't it we used to do that me and my brother and sisters me and my older sister especially because there was just a year's difference between us so very quickly we adapted to the situation we what do we do so we did this he came home and he said so unhappy about the school not being open for me and we listen because that's that's listening part there's no reason to react right now he also said, um, this is S-H-I-T. He used a couple of chosen words there, obviously. Quite normal. Continued to uh, let him speak, put the bike away, came in, gave me a hug, and then went straight up. He had tuition uh, for science, which he was late already, so he needed to quickly catch up. He needed to bring a lot of books home. 
to revise for today and tomorrow and the next few days. So he just got on with it, to be honest. And I absolutely appreciate and really, really appreciate this ability in my child that is so uh, fluid. He just picks up on what needs to be done and he gets on with it. Now this morning, so there's a whole instructions, a five page booklet, in fact, it's here, right there with me. There's a five page booklet uh, in uh, to, to show him that, um, to show him that uh, what he needs to do and how he needs to behave when it comes to um, s homeschooling or s working from home. So there's instructions, and the instructions are all about getting up at five, um, getting up at a certain time, and logging into his uh, Teams, which is the online pr process the school uses to connect with their kids when they're at home. So the school's done everything. You know, they've very clearly laid out instructions for him. He, I spoke to him last night. I said, you cannot stay up late or play on your FIFA for too long because you're not going to school tomorrow. I want you to think about you're just in school. You are just not in uniform. That's it. And that's how the school asked us to explain. So you are in a non-uniform day. But it's very much of a mindset thing, isn't it? So this morning already, as humans as we are, he got up a little bit later than usual. Two, three times we had to wake him up. That never happens. Because he has to report into school and he has to get a uniform on and he has to leave at a certain time, he knows the process. But because he, he was a bit more relaxed, because he's just need to come out of his bed, have a shower, go straight onto his desk. He missed his breakfast. He was just there on time, not, not earlier. And also with that attitude of, um, you know, I really want to go to school, I miss school. And people like routines, don't they? They like to be in some kind of routine because they thrive. Our mind, our mind thrives on routine. It doesn't like ad hoc things. It really doesn't like it. Now here, this is where I'm going to take the point over to our today's topic. What do you do when you hear something really shocking? What do you do with yourself when you hear that? How do you behave? And this is a great learning curve, an example to all of us. So we get this email for our son. We know that he's not going to school from tomorrow. There's a few adjustments we need to make in the house. Not huge. It's more mentally, mental adjustments that I know that I'm on my laptop here doing this. He's upstairs studying. And then my husband is downstairs on his own a laptop um, doing a live or working. And slight change in the household, but very adjustable but what do you do when you hear a shocking news that's not as simple as this one I've just described uh, which is a bit more painful right you get a phone call maybe late in the evening and you're told something that absolutely devastates you you literally cannot understand how you're going to deal with it you feel like your world is coming crashing onto you that there is no opening there is no silver lining there's no end to this it literally feels like you want to curl up and die or do you want to you want to just dig yourself into the ground and no one to see you that's the direct reaction the mind does not like shocks what actually happened when you heard those words whoever was on the phone on the other side the news in your back of your mind you already know somewhere that this may happen okay this may happen, but for most people, when you get a news which is as shocking, you don't know what this news is, right? You do not know this news is. My own story I can relate to you is of my sisters. When she told her, she, when she told us about her daughter who was uh, going through through some test to see if the tumor on her liver or the the lump on her liver was benign or not, 
this to, uh, to us came in an absolute shock and it devastated the whole family. And we just didn't know how to get out of it. We, the feeling of that disappointment, despair, the world coming to an end was so strong that it kind of stuck with us and actually changed us as people individually, not to mention my sister my, and my brother-in-law. So that when you get that news, firstly, you know, you, you are going to, your, your, you, there's a chemical changes going into your brain. Your cortisol response is the fr flight and fright response is going to make you, it's there to protect you, okay? So you almost, you, when you hear the news like that, do you, see, do you feel or see yourself sitting in one place? Literally sitting in one place because you're unable to move and this is the response of cortisol in your body. This is the reaction. This is the physical reaction that's happening. You're listening to the news, yet your body has just gone into a shock with this hormone that's just flooded your body through and has made you still, okay? In the olden days, when you were faced, you know, by a, a, a cyber tooth or two, whatever we call it, a tiger, for example, um, in the olden days when people, you know, you don't just stand there, do you? You run from it. And it's, you have no choice, but your body's response is to run from the fear. That's one type of response. And then the other type of response is very, very still. Some, of, some people will freeze in that response, by the way. So some people will want to run away, depending on what the news is. Like the news of my sister's daughter didn't want me to run away. It just wanted me to disappear i don't want to hear it i just didn't want to hear it i just kept saying that to myself this is can't be right it's not true it's a mistake this must be a mistake and then my mind started to make more stories doesn't matter it's okay we can do this because she's going to get through this and everything's going to be fine constantly my mind tried to protect me by giving me stories and feeding me stories and i didn't want to accept the fact i didn't want to accept the truth neither did my family So what do you do when you have a, a shocking um, news? One of the best things to do is, and I'm not coming here from a point of a lot of experience here, by the way. However, I've, I've read a lot about it. I've read a lot. And there's actually, um, if you were talking to my dad, going back years, if you're in a car accident, right, you get a big shock. Again, your body responses in, in a similar way that I've just described. There's a homeopathy medicine that you can put on your tongue and it actually neutralizes the cortisol response. Uh, but in real life, nobody's carrying the new <laughs> homeopathy drops and uh, it's going to do this. But this is one of the things that my dad actually told me. Bless him. Um, and he, um, and a, a shocking news needs to disperse. So what do you actually do when something like this happens is to sit in one place, put your hand on your heart, Put your hand on your heart and take some deep breaths because you've just gone into a state of shock and you need to acknowledge that. You can't run away from it. Y the news is what it is, okay? Especially if it's come from a source that you trust. That so there's no, uh, your mind isn't confused. Is it true? Is it really happening? Is this really true? But listen to yourself. What are you feeling right now? Do you feel betrayed? Do you feel disappointed? you feel like your world is ending none of those things are happening by the way yeah these are the feelings that are coming through but one must honor those feelings versus try to subside them with let's go and get a glass of wine or whiskey because i can't deal with this feeling without an external source 
the best way of dealing with anything and, and making you more resilient and, and, and sitting through this feeling and, uh, and actually acknowledging your feeling is to sit with them. Sit down, don't do anything, don't speak to anyone, don't ring anyone. Just sit down for because the minute you ring someone, you are going to either cry on them, you're either going to cry on them or you're going to, um, you won't make sense of what you're trying to say because you haven't acknowledged what's actually just happened. You may have heard the news, but what you haven't acknowledged is how, you, how do you feel about this news? And it's absolutely fine to feel despair, disappointment, uh, upset, fear, uncertainty. It's absolutely fine. Sit with those feelings, put your hand on your heart, almost like think about if you had a friend right there next to you. Think about that friend. That is you. Okay. Think about that friend. What would you say to your friend? She heard this particular news and she happens to be with you. Excuse me. What would you do with her? What would you do to her? What would you say to her? Do exactly that. Right? Exactly. So you're going to put your hand on your heart and you're just going to sit there and you're going to tighten, take some deep breaths. What is deep breathing doing here? We talked about this in yesterday's podcast with Adele. The deep breathing here is going to teach you to manage the situation, to change your state. But we are acknowledging. We are sitting in this. We have to go through the painful bit to come out the other end. There's no other way around it, guys. Okay, some of you may go towards chocolate biscuits or other things immediately because eating changes the state. So if you're in a shock, if you were taking something, some people won't eat at all because they feel like they're going to be sick if they ate right now after hearing a particular news. However, some people would go straight for food because that's what their default setting is. Because the food is going to make them divert their attention from what's really going on to what, to, to a band-aid, a band-aid I call. Now, if you were to just sit with that feeling, perhaps you might need a glass of water because you, another reaction you might have is your dry throat and dry mouth. And you must just sit there because suddenly you've realized, oh my God, did I actually live with this person for past 20 years? Did I actually trust this person for this many years? And all of these things are just going to keep coming at you. But guess what? None of that is in your control. None of it is in your control. You will get angry. It's an, um, it's an emotion that must, must come out must be acknowledged you will get disappointed you'll get all of those emotions sit with those feelings and allow them to pass because they will pass you won't stay in there for long periods of times especially if you have some kind of a tools in place like we're talking about right now when you've acknowledged those feelings that's the time to now perhaps start writing down all of the things you're feeling now getting it off your mind and onto a paper is my tip number two is going to really make you feel and take check of what is reality write everything down i feel this way i feel angry i feel this, this and write it absolutely fine and then read the list out again when you read the list out again second time you will feel 50 percent less of that anger the disappointment i promise you it's a reaction from hearing the news it's like a big shock right there but once you've passed it, the time has passed since you've written it down had a glass of water sat with yourself hugged yourself held your chest here hold this 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 breath here we we learned this with um, Adele yesterday in her podcast about anxiety release and allowing yourself to acknowledge those feelings once you've written them down I want you to do one more thing for me 
want you to write a list of gratitudes. What right now in your life are you blessed with? Why are we doing that? We want to give ourselves the meaning. We want to understand why has this happened to us. But we very quickly forget that that news does not make your world end. Because guess what? On this side of the list that you've written all your gratitudes, which means all the blessings that you have in life, which means all the things that you work really hard at, will absolutely keep you going and remind you that you are this person and not news doesn't define you. It reminds you that you are on the right side of the piece of paper with all of those gratitudes that you've listed, your children, your job, your life, your house, your, your uh, family, your everything, your plans for future, and you're excited to do those. It will just remind you that that is what your track is. That is the path you're on. The news of death, and um, I, I don't know why this is doing this every day. I need to really ask my husband, the technical support officer, to sort this out. Yeah, so... My tip is to really think about that news you've just heard is not the be-all and end-all, not for everyone. Okay, For some of you, it's, there is a possibility it's a really big bad news. But for most of you, you'll be able to get through this. The next day, it will be lesser of an effect than it was the day before. Okay, you just need to see the effect of this news. What is the real effect? Not the, what your mind is telling you, that your world is ending. That's a very big statement to make, but that's how you feel. That doesn't mean this is exactly what's happening. So make sure that you are taking check. But after you've allowed yourself to cry, to show the emotion, to sit in the emotion, and just be quiet and silence yourself. Silence yourself. Write down the thoughts that you need to write down. And then slowly allow yourself to heal because you've just had a shock, right? Like I said, think about a friend who sat with you. What would you say to her? What would you do to her? You'll hold her, you'll hug her. COVID or not, the news is more important. So you, you just sit there and then you allow yourself to breathe gently through that. The next day, you're going to feel much better about all of this. And this is when you start to think more practically. Now... What is the effect of this news on my life and my kid's life? And that's when you need to go from there. Because you cannot allow the external sources or the external bit of news to absolutely wreck what you have right now. Because it can easily go that way. If you're on a health journey and you allow this news to take you off the health journey by you saying, you know what, what is the point of me doing that? I'm just going to eat all the biscuits that are in the cupboard. Yet in the past few months, you've been amazing at actually holding that back and being on a really good path and you're seeing results and you love yourself for doing that. You don't want to do that. But having a biscuit, it's okay. It's a default setting. It's not easily going to come out of your systems because that's how we've been brought up, for some of us. So that was my podcast for today. And uh, unfortunately, it's done in two parts now. I've lost some of you. Um, however, I just want to say that this is life that's happening every single day. Every single day, bits of news are coming here, there and everywhere. How do you react to it? It's up to you. What's in your control? It's up to you. And how do you portray that to the world? Up to you. It's all about making choices. But be kind to yourself first and foremost. Thank you very much for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. 
this is Farah again. I wanted to invite you to the best thing I've ever created inside the Deep Health community. It's a challenge and we call it the 30 day anti-diet challenge. Every professional woman is one challenge away from achieving the life where she can gain control over her health and her weight loss. I've created this challenge to help you lose up to 10 pounds in weight no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. This challenge is going to help you to understand why the diets you've tried in the past that haven't worked and why eating this way can revolutionize the way you look at food and transform your body and create that ultimate success. I recommend highly you do this right now. Stop this video, pause it, go online and press the 30dayantidietchallenge.com and join the next challenge. The next challenge starts in few days.